Good morning, friends and family. We need a microphone. Good morning, friends and family. Welcome to the live stream of Ashes Turbies, where we are going to talk about a meditation, a contemplative meditation. There some are, people... Go ahead. Some people would say contemplative. Contem- that's a way better people, word. I don't know. It's the same word. So what I try to do is lead people, like when I do uh, teaching at the center or whatever, I try to... Or when I meet with people, I try to introduce them to different styles of meditation. So I do a, a contemplative. What did you say? Contemplative. Contemplative. I don't think one is right and one is wrong. Contemplative. But that's a better word. Contemplative. It's harder to say. Mm-hmm. Contemplative. Just because it's new. There's a silent meditation, mm-hmm. a listening meditation, and a guided meditation. Those are like different forms of meditation. I'm sure that there's a lot more, but those are the ones that I introduce people to. Would you call, would you say that meditation is a form of prayer? It is a form of connecting to God. So that could be a, I think prayer is a form of connecting to God, but prayer and meditation are are different. What's the difference between prayer and meditation? To simplify it, one is talking and one is listening. Uh Aha, that's a great distinction. I remember being in early recovery and like this prayer and meditation was so, such a big deal. And so I remember asking the guru of, of the, the, our 12 steps that I was involved in. And, and he said, do you know how to worry? And (laughs) I was like, I do know how to worry like that. I do know how he goes, well, meditation is just the opposite. Which is good, but it doesn't really help me. What's the difference? So then they say, take it to prayer meditation. Take it to prayer meditation. And, you you know, with the pride and self-esteem, I'm like, yeah, obviously. Like, of course. And then what do you do when you get home? You're like, taking it to prayer meditation. (laughs) So I think think we have a responsibility to... If we if we have a style, and I think we all have our own flavors, and then when we go into meeting with people, working with people one-on-one, meetings can start with that. Um, teachings can start with a little bit of uh, meditation. What were you going to... I was just thinking, like, how practically speaking, it can be hard to know, like, to stop worrying and take it to God. Like, the practicality of that can be really challenging. Yeah, how do you interrupt that? I, I think, yeah, you have to identify the results that you're getting in your mind and mm-hmm. just go, I want different results, so what mm-hmm. do I have to do differently? So we teach that in Life Lab. That's a whole behavioral management, right. a behavioral sequence Yeah, where I see this result and I, I want to participate in God's changing my mind. I have to actually participate. Mm-hmm. Um, where does, I'm not, this is just a, a quiz, where, do, and I might not even be right, but where does prayer meditation come into the big book or the 12 steps? Where does it peak its head? Is it in, well, like in the actual book? Yeah. In or what step? Step three. Oh, but nice. my sponsor would say step one. Maybe I'm wrong now, but I see it in step four in the inventories. So it talks about the sex inventory and we're having God create our ideal with us mm-hmm. and we take that to prayer and meditation. Mm-hmm. And, and, but what, what it says is almost like suggesting that we already do that. So maybe you're right. Maybe we're, we're doing that in step one. 
Because in working with others, it really t- it pushes us to talk about God right away. Mm-hmm. Like this is a spiritual program. Like this is about connecting with the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to give you a Bible lesson, but this is God's going to meet you where you are and lead you into mm-hmm. that relationship. Mm-hmm. I heard a great talk last night from the uh, San Diego people. And mm-hmm. the, the girl is um, a Christian and she's... Um, she's she's a she she everything that comes out of her mouth i was like and so she was like this is so important that people are losing their lives and there's no shame that 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 god is at the center of all of the things that we do and she was she got to preach on uh i guess last week and so she was like i don't know what to preach i don't know what to ser- what to, how to formulate a sermon but I'm just going to talk about the 12 steps and bring the 12 steps into my church. (laughs) And then she goes, I bring my church into the 12 steps. So Mm -hmm. I was like really like encouraged because that's really what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. How was, uh, we had a sick day yesterday. You had a sick day. I had a sick day. How does that make you feel? Uh, Guilty and. Oh, it does. Lazy and bad. Okay. That's how it makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like. When it, okay, so as as a person with codependency, do you have do you have trouble identifying that you need a sick day? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm not sick, and then like you're just you have emotions that would mm-hmm. suggest that you're reacting out of your sickness, but you're not identifying <laughs> that you're sick. Is that yes. is that a trait of codependency? I don't know. It's a trait of me. trait of you. <laughs> The trait of me. So then, as the power through power alcoholic, through. I've uh, I'm never sick. I'm calling in blind. I don't see myself coming in. But the reality is, I'm hungover. I'm still <clears throat> using. I'm not like I have a sniffle. Like I make up. Like I got explosive diarrhea, boss, and I can't come in. And I'm grinding my teeth, and I like trying to convince you to call my boss and. Um, so whenever I actually am sick, I do have that, like, um, I do have a pit of, of, is that guilt? Is that mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. You don't get sick very often though. I don't get sick very often. I usually. But when you do, it is. I, I try to get easy. sick once a year. <laughs> I don't try. I remember telling the board, the board, our board said, uh, John Ruby, have you uh, had any holidays? Are you taking any breaks? I was like, yeah, I was sick in bed for like a week. So I'm good. And they're like, being sick isn't a holiday. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but maybe God's making me lay down in bed. No. No, that's not a real holiday. But it is time off at some level. Yeah. So you took a day off and you're feeling better? It's. I think it's okay to feel, identify that we need to take a day off. I feel rested. I still don't necessarily... You don't feel perfect. Yeah. Like, so the, this headache thing is... I don't know how people deal with chronic headaches or chronic pain of any kind. I don't know how people deal with that because I don't have chronic headaches. I just have mild headaches Mm. that have been lasting forever and there's no cause and there's nothing the doctor can find. So all those scary, serious causes have been ruled out. So then I just have mild headaches that I just have Mm. to like deal with. And so, um, and we can take that to prayer. So we just pray uh, for Vicky's healing and for your healing mm -hmm. and for your restoration. But I'd but, rather take a sick day than just be irritable all over all over the place and all over you. Yeah, and you get all my irritability. It's true. I'm, I, sorry. Uh, I'm a collector of it. You collect. <laughs> I'm a, you get all my irritability. All right, we are going to start our contemplative. No. Yep. Contemplative. 
um, meditation, and it is November eighteenth. So it is your turn. Is your headache too severe nope. so that it's going to impede no, your reading? No, these are mild. No, I would say mild to moderate. It's been moderate the last three days. So that mm-hmm. got that. I think that was like what. I have trouble dealing with stuff. Like, dealing with chronic stuff. Like, if I have a toothache, you, I'm dealing with that tomorrow. You need things to be taken care of and done. Yeah, and so then I can go the other way. Like, if I have a headache, I'll take two of the red Tylenol because they really work for me. And then if it's not gone, then I take two more. And then next thing you know, I'm downtown at the Ottawa Mission. <laughs> no. As a member... As prescribed. Um, okay, so as a member of the fellowship... A group, uh, being part of a group, which is part of a fellowship of thousands of such groups encircling the world. So we're reading right now from an Al-Anon book, but this would apply to like any group that we're part of. Any fellowship. Any fellowship. Life Lab. A A N A. One cannot even imagine the many kinds of people who join um, for the same purpose as we did. To learn a better way of life despite the difficulties of living with an alcoholic, living with alcoholism, living with addiction, living whatever whatever your reason for joining. Their social units and customs are different from mine. The spirit that motivates us is the same. Mm. This holds us together as one united fellowship, wherever in the world we may be. In one sense, I have an obligation to members of every group, not only my own. That duty is to observe and preserve the principles and traditions. The principles for the individual are stated in the 12 steps. The traditions, also 12, are for group guidance. It is important to all members and to me personally to know both the steps and the traditions and protect them from distortion and dilution. Dilution. Mm. I will read them and try to apply them in both personal and group matters. Tradition 1. Our common welfare should come first. Personal progress for the greatest number depends upon unity. Mm. So then what it's saying is that there's the 12 steps which lead us into a personal relationship with God. And we become the child. He becomes the father. He's the responsible one. We get to play in his playground. And then the traditions, the 12 traditions, is how do we live with others? And how do we operate as a group, as a family? And I've been doing a lot of study with that, especially with unity. And and it's really been trying to understand what unity really is. So they say that the key to unity is we might have different beliefs and understandings, but we're all affected by the same spirit. So we have one common peril, which is we are lost without God mm. and our lives are horrible. And we're powerless over the alcoholic. We're powerless over the drugs and the alcohol. And and our spiritual condition is unmanageable. I have no manageability and no power in my life. And so that is our common peril. And it doesn't say um, we have to all believe the same thing. Because a relationship grows into it, but it's the same spirit. And so what's that spirit? The spirit of love. And so I think, I I remember I I heard somebody say, I posted it, claimed it as my own. And it was like, it's not about disagreeing less. It's about disagreeing better. Mm -hmm. Can we do that better and stay united in the spirit of love? And so then one of the keys that I was meditating on yesterday, one of the keys to unity and love is courtesy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, am I courteous to the people around me? Am I courteous to the people that I love most? Am I courteous 
um, to to the group and, and am I self-sacrificing? So am I holding the door open for others? So when I hold the door open, what's that really doing? It's helping you get through the door easier. And I had that picture of the geese flying and there's always a goose in the front, but they switch and it's making the others travel easier. Hmm. So overall, that's a better way to live in the spirit of love instead of our spirit of fear. Hmm. That's a better way to live. It is a better way to live. What's your yeah, thoughts on um, understand, like growing in that um, better way to live, like growing in the spirit of love? Well, I think it's a process and, you know, I have to, I think I have to determine like, am I here for myself or am I here for like the good of everybody? Do I only mm. care about me or do I care about others? Because if I, if I, if I'm unwilling to care about others, you know, I'm not going to grow in that. So then I grow in love, not by serving others, but by being with God and out of being with God, I help others. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to live. I was listening to a speaker today and he said he's like from the, the, his lineage is from the originals. Mm -hmm. Like he's met like some of the very original people and um, they said that their goal is to go help alcoholics every day, all day. Wow. And so he was finding himself on the streets and he's finding himself in the detoxes and in jails and that's what he mm -hmm. does. And he goes, that's the focus of my life for the last 27 years. Wow. And he goes, I don't know how many people I've helped, but I'm still sober. <laughs> and I think that's the key. I think it can get really discouraging if we look around and see like, oh, you know, I'm not actually helping anybody. Mm -hmm. We That, you know, I think that that that's not the goal. The goal isn't that, you know, that... You know, I ha have a conversation with someone and all of a sudden their life is great. Mm -hmm, like, no, mm -hmm. that's not how it works. You know, the goal is for me to be self, uh, not self-centered anymore. The goal mm -hmm. is for me to care about others and yeah. just, and care about God and grow in my relationship. With and God it's and like, others. if we, if we truly believe that the 12 steps is a pr precise recipe to feed us and to nourish us and we see people starving and dying and trying to commit suicide and active addiction don't we want to pass on that recipe like here let me give you this recipe like i'm not going to bake it for you i'm not going to eat it for you but i'm here to guide you step by step through this, this through this and that's the better way of life is that connection that we have with god just like we had a connection with alcohol just like we had a connection with the alcoholic or the addict now i can have a connection with god and be powered by his love. Amen. So the contemplative thought is that way of life being guided by the spirit of God and the spirit of love. Do I have that in all areas of my life? Mm. All right. Keep the peace. Be of good behavior. We'll see you tomorrow.